Hey, hey, y'all. This is Nicolette. Do I even need to say what you're listening to? Monique would tell me, yes, I do. So you're listening <laughs> to Definitely Not For Everyone. We're on our weekly talks with the ladies. Mo, Ooh. Tanika, Audrey, Gabby. Say what's <laughs> up to the audience, y'all. What's Word up, <laughs> So today's conversation, we had a vote. It was either porn <laughs> that we were going to talk about or we were going to talk about friendship. So, you know, Tanika decided for us all that we were going to talk about friendship, right? And then I said, I said, okay, so today's going to be friendship. And, you know, these ladies, some ladies, you know, they don't feel comfortable talking about that live on a podcast where people could hear. So I stated that it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be Audrey. Gabby, me, and hopefully y'all remember Glory. And guess what Tanika said? (laughs) Tanika said, I'm not invited. I I don't have to talk. I could just press mute and listen to what's going on. Because I need to see the faces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she want her cake and eat it too girl <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that and she gonna just be ch- cat- chatting away just chatting away like she's doing right now <laughs> <The chat box. laughs> um, alright but honestly though I really did want to talk about friendship because it's been on my mind these last couple of weeks I think I told y'all before like during this whole pandemic and everything, I've realized like the people who really matter to me, like those are the ones that you kind of reach out to without even thinking about it, right? Like, so, um, and then also I was thinking about who's been my supporters during this time, you know? Um, and even before the pandemic, like who has been the people who have been my ride or dies, the ones who always had my back, the ones who um, were always supporting me, you know, pushing me up and, 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 and telling me that I could do it. You know what I mean? And I realized that they were not the people who I thought they were going to be. You know, I realized that the people who I thought were my quote unquote friends um, were not supporters of what I was doing and who I was. And so is that really a friend? I say they're, they're in a different category. Yep. Maybe a distant acquaintance. Oh, damn. You put him as a distant acquaintance. Yes. Yes, I did. As <laughs> <laughs> she twiddled her fingers. <laughs> Have y'all ever experienced that? Yes. Talk Absolutely. Me. Talk to me. Tell me. What did I have? Yeah. So for me, for the most part, I think what happens is people don't know how to take what you want to do and the things that you find interesting, the things that you like. So they'll like certain things and then they want to be your friend. But when you want to go to the next step or the next level, some of them aren't ready to get there. That if you're going somewhere that they're not, they're kind of like, I'd rather push myself to the side and not be a part of that rather than watch you grow and be better. There's some people like that. Some people just don't know how 
I feel like in their mind it's more like they don't know how to compete with growing and trying to be your friend at the same time. Some people don't know how to manage being your friend and watching you go somewhere that they aren't ready to get to yet. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like that. They want to be your friend for the benefits of it, but once they think that the benefits aren't going to work out for them in their favor, a lot of people start to die down and back out out of friendships or they let that the I guess the flame of the friendship die down where at that point they don't want to feel the fire anymore. They don't want to be friends with somebody that they feel is above them or not even above them, but in a place that they're not at yet. Mm-hmm. They want to either be at the level or above you. And that's what happens to a lot of people, I think. Right. Have you ever experienced mm-hmm. that yourself though? Um, I feel like mildly I have because I've had friends that I'll do something or I'll have something going for me finally and I'll be like oh my god okay I'm doing what I can like my life isn't perfect but when things are finally kind of you know like the wheels are turning in my life I'm finally feeling like okay something's gonna get somewhere I've had friends that kind of stop coming around they don't talk to me and stuff like that and I can be a distant friend myself I know that I can be very antisocial and I can be very standoffish sometimes. I'm really, I get in a bubble sometimes and like, it's hard for me to get out of it. So I know that that's my downfall when it comes to friendships. But when I go out of my way from friendship, I go all the way out of my way. Whereas with some friends, if I have something like, I know, for example, me and Gabby started dating, me and her started to get serious and then we got engaged and then you have a friend who ended up wanting to do the same thing that we were doing because she felt like we were leaving her behind. Mm-hmm. Soon as me and her started, mind you, all friends, we all know each other. Mm-hmm. But the moment me and her got together and we were getting serious, she was mad. She didn't like it, had issues with it. And then next thing you know, she was like, oh, well, I'm so happy. I'm in love. I'm in a relationship. But she's like, not really. You can tell mm-hmm. that it's like a forced thing because she sees what we're trying to build, that she feels like if she's left behind, she's not going to get to where we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Is she still your friend? Yes. Acquaintance for me. Friend for okay. me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. <laughs> what, about, what about you two ladies? Tanika, Mom. Hi, girl. I have, so I think you you can put friends in different categories, right? And I also think that it's an even place. I'm not the best friend. I'm not the the best communicator. Um, And a lot of times I like to be by myself. Um, But I have had people who verbally supported me in in my presence. And whenever I needed them to show up, they never showed up. Um, but I don't really take it personal uh, because I've always been a, a, a person who moves by herself. And I'm more, I'm the kind of person that I look for disappointment so that I can't be disappointed. Um, so I just think that people are in different categories. I think that we all can show up the way we know how. And sometimes not showing up doesn't mean that you don't support the person. It means that maybe it's out of your league or maybe you don't feel like you can contribute to it. So. I'm guilty on being like on both ends, not purposely, but I have my own hang up with friendships. I don't like people too close to me and I don't like to be too close to others. So, you know, it's a, it's a two way street. And it does, I don't think that it means that someone's not supporting you wholeheartedly. I think sometimes 
I'm guilty of it. I don't know how to support. And as I age, I'm starting to um, be able to learn what that is because I've never had that. So I think we really just have to um, see people for who they are. And some of us just need to be taught because as you grow, you, you start to have more friends and you start to realize a lot about yourself. Can I ask you um, why? why, do you know why you are that way in terms of your friendships when you were talking about how you don't like them to be close and then you don't, you also don't like to be close? Yeah, sure. I mean, um, my thing is, is that people will always disappoint you. And I always have high expectations of people that I have in my life. It's sort of something that I'm working through now um, as an adult. And I realized that we all have downfalls. And for me, when I love, I love hard. I love to the point of perfection. And that's unrealistic for me, right? So I understand now that when people hurt me, that it's not um, personal and they're not trying to rip my heart out. But for a very long time, um, friendship was very difficult for me because when you hurt me, you kill me. You know what I mean? So I just learned how to be okay with just having that um, distant relationship. Like most of my really, really good friends are people that understand that we can connect here and there, but I don't want to get too close um, because I'm still learning that people are imperfect and that my um, expectations of them are just mine and people are human. So it's something that I'm working through and, you know, just being around you ladies and being able to be able to have these conversations has been very um, eye-opening to me. So I'm still learning how to be like a better friend. Got it. Thank you. Thank you for that. Mal, what about you, boo? I had a lot of issues with friends because I, I have, I'm an only child. I grew up as an only child. And so I found my friends through peop, other people. And so I had the purest intentions and other people always didn't have the purest intentions. And it was just me looking for siblings because I didn't grow up with any. So I don't know what that life is like. And I was like, hoping to sort of create those sort of sibling memories with people that I felt close to. And most of the time it was just like this really disappointing, you know, and hard, heartbreaking because like, it wasn't just like you acting a certain way to me. It was like you hurting me, like you're my family, you know? And that I think was the hardest lessons that I've had to learn like even losing people that I've known since I was 15 years old because of just like their selfish ways. And I've had to sort of like finally make a decision as an adult and be like, I don't need to be around this person. Like, it's clearly not about my friendship. It's, it's only solely about them. And, you know, it's, it's, it's like been hard I guess because you you know for me I've always like wanted to have like a lot of the girlfriends and do the girl things even though I'm very tomboyish I, I was a tomboy growing up but like as you get older you know you want to do the girly things because like you want to do the makeup and get dressed up and stuff like that and like it was just always some drama you know like and I it, it just really always bothered me because like I went in there so excited because like I never had that, you know, even like having 
cousins. Like I didn't have a lot of cousins in my age group growing up that were female. Like mostly it was all dudes, you know, like I can't freaking dress him up. We can't dress up together, you know? So it's like, I mean, maybe if they, you know, if they were and that was their choice, but that wasn't the case for me. So, you know, it was just like, a lot so like I've just sort of never been that girl to sort of hang around a lot of girls and if I if it was it was always like one or two girls and that was it because like I, I just sort of was turned off about the cattiness and the get gossip and stuff like that and it's been you know disappointing but I've learned to deal with it you know and like come to a point in my life where you know I've built boundaries like well you know which I know we're going to talk about and also like almost like little tests that I that I do myself for the person without knowing the person without 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 the person really knowing but it's more like for me to know whether they're real or not you know and I know that sounds crazy but I feel like we're all being tested you know regardless of it and like you you if you want to protect your heart you have to pass the test and that's it you know and it's nothing personal you know but I feel like that's what's helped me sort of like overcome the like completely shutting people off of an opportunity of being a friend you know so yeah yeah, that's it thank you mom I I totally vibe with what you're saying, like, it's my exact story, basically. Um, but I'll share more. Gabby, what about you, boo? Um, <clears throat> well, I have sisters. So for me, a lot of the time, my sisters were like my friends. Um, growing up, it was more my older sister for a little bit until she got too old to hang out with her younger sister. And then it was my younger sister. My younger sister and me are two days and two years apart. Um, So with the both of us, we grew up having a lot of guy friends because we didn't really like hanging out with other girls. And because we had so many guy friends, you know, in a neighborhood in which, you know, you're in the projects and all that stuff. Girls like to talk shit. They're really nasty and rude and all that extra stuff. Um, But even as I got older and I got into high school and stuff, I always was kind of like a guy's girl. Like I like hanging out with the guys. I like, you know, talking shit and doing all that extra stuff. So I was never really a girl's girlfriend type of person that um it wasn't until I hit like after high school I started getting like girlfriends but even then like I was always constantly disappointed by the friends that I had you know and um again like something like Monique said I know we're going to talk about boundaries a little bit later but I've had to learn to set boundaries for my friendships because when I had my daughter a lot of that changed I lost a lot of friends when I had my daughter you know, people realizing I couldn't go out as much, drink, chill, do all these extra things. It was like, yeah, my lifestyle completely changed, you know? So as a parent, you're not thinking about all of those things anymore. Those aren't priorities. Now I have different priorities. Now I have different things I have to do and worry about that aren't going out to bars, chilling, drinking, and acting a fool. So I lost a lot of friends during that time. And the friends that did stick around or the new friends that I did make, um, they always kind of faltered in a space of like, I was always constantly benefiting them, sharing my light and my love, my my advice, you know, and all of that with them. And they would take it and they would kind of run with it. They were like vampires, constantly sucking me dry of everything I had to give and never really giving anything in return. 
So they would always leave or they get involved in relationships and their relationships took priority over their friendships and they would just kind of take it and they would run with it. And then I'll never see or hear from them ever again. And that's kind of how they all fell apart to the point that I stopped having best friends. Like my best friend right now is Audrey because, well, we're together. We're together every day. We tell each other everything. Like we've started as friends and we've built on what we have. You know what I mean? So it's different because once upon a time, you know, I thought I really did have best friends and it's sad to think that, you know, reality, I never really did, you know? Yeah. So I mean, I will say if I can. Um, that I think from what how she explains her having friends I think we all go through stages in our lives that we have friends and acquaintances and people acquaintances I can't even say the word and people that are in that chapter of our life and not a lot of people know how to get through that chapter to get to the next and keep going which is why it's so rare for people women especially I think to keep friendships with other women and even guys, I will say, because I mean, granted, I'm not a guy, so I can't speak for them, but to keep a friendship that started here in this chapter of my life that now I'm in five chapters later and now you got left behind like three chapters ago because you didn't know, you didn't want to, you couldn't keep up with where I was trying to go and I wanted you to stay. But some people, like I said, you drift apart, you drift apart. And I think with each chapter, mm-hmm. different people are going to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's hard to keep some people that you want to keep through all of them. It's not always easy to um rare find. Yeah. 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 For me, thank you, Gabby. For me, mm-hmm. like I was like Mo, an only child. I wasn't an only child, but I was my mama's only child. And right. you know, she's the one who raised me, right, by myself. And so it was me always wanting a sibling, right? And more than that, I wanted an older sibling, like I wanted an older sister, you know? And so that's what I really went looking for when I was a kid. It was always like the older girls and trying to fit in and trying to like be their friend and do the things that they do. And, you know, that line that they say like about how like, you know, your biggest heartbreaks are, is like your first love, you know, whether it be a girl or a guy or whatever. But for me, it was really like my friends, you know, my friends were like my biggest heartbreaks, you know, Mm -hmm. even more than like that typical, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend relationship that you have. Like it was Mm -hmm. really the friendships that hurt me and scarred me. And, you know, I learned from the most to be honest. And then because of that, there was definitely a point like where Tanika, like I was just like, yo, you know, I got one and that's it. Like my circle was small. Like I kept that shit real tiny. You know what I'm saying? And no matter how cool somebody was, I was like, nah, son, like talk about like hoops and tests and all types of things. I didn't even, I didn't even give them a chance. You know what I'm saying? To even be taking no tests. You know, for mm-hmm. me, it was just like deuces, yo. I already have the people I have. These are the people I trust and and that's it. You know what I mean? Because, um, yeah, for me too, like I've been really hurt by girlfriends. And it wasn't, it, I don't even know if it was the cattiness or anything like that. It was more like I realize now that I wanted, I wanted something so much more than they could give, mm-hmm. you know? 
And part of that had to do with what I had to give myself, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. And so I had to really rein in my boundaries because I was one of those chicks. Like we could talk about boundary if you want, guys want to go ahead with the boundaries. But like I was one of those friends that, yo, I gave you everything like you could have it all you know what I mean mm -hmm. I'll give you my panty I give you everything my panties <laughs> my house, you know <laughs> you want a piece of my hair to put in the whatever you wanted I was, <laughs> you know, I was in you know what I mean like for real for real like I I was one of those and I and obviously yes it was also my insecurities that led me to be that mm -hmm. way you know because it was this need to be accepted this hole that I wanted to fill with you know love you know from these other people that I didn't feel like I was getting um yeah and I had to it, it took me a really long time to figure out how to like separate and sparse and not take things personally like Tanika said and just realize like this is who this person is and they not my kind of people. And so let's keep it all moving. You know what I mean? And one of the fucked up things that I do is I am quick to be like deuces. One time it's done. Finish. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's hard for me to like stay in something anymore and be like, okay, you know, that was that was one thing. It's okay. Let me give them another chance. Nah. Mm -mm, because mm -mm. I realized that there's a lot of little things that happen to get to that one thing. Have y'all ever mm -hmm. noticed that? Is that mm -hmm. one, you know, a lot of little tiny little things that, be, you know, talking in the back of your mind or, you know, sparks, you know, a remembrance of something. And then that one thing happens. And then it's like, it I know I should have known. Mm -hmm. Why did I mm -hmm. listen to myself? Yeah. Totally. Basically. Totally. No, totally. I really, so I, I'm still learning. Mm. Uh, me too me too how about y'all is it for y'all too like the same in terms of like boundaries where you're just one of those people that just like gave it all and people were just crushing and stomping on your heart yeah not for me <laughs> not for me I've always been just a hard ass I think because I'm the oldest of the four of my family and I had to always be the leader all that the nonsense my mother was very um I was the second mother to my siblings. And so I really didn't have enough time to be a kid. I was always like an adult my like. So I actually, um, I wish, I know it sounds kind of crazy. I wish that I had those little, those little things. Um, I missed a lot of my childhood because of it. I really missed a lot. Although I felt like I skipped a lot of the heartbreak, but I was always, I felt uh, too mature for my age. You know, like being raised by my mom and how she always, she gave me a lot of adult burdens. And so my mindset was another child, was of an adult. And so I kind of saw things coming before they came, which just kind of put me in a whole, a different space. And so like now I'm the opposite of you, Nicolette. I'm actually learning how to let people in versus before I miss out on a lot of good people. Um, and there's a lot of people I can think of. Like this one girl comes to mind. Her name is Angela. I saw her on Facebook the other day. Like we knew, you know, like friends. Because one guy hit me up. His name was Jamal. I haven't seen him since like I don't know elementary school. 
and I started strolling. I saw her, and I remember her. She was so sweet, so kind, so giving. She used to bring candy to have friends. And I remember her because she would always try to be my friend. And there was something about her always giving everything away. I was like, girl, stand up for yourself. Stop. You know, like, I was just very, like, I couldn't deal with it because she was, in my mind, weak. But that was of an adult. You know what I'm saying? And I see her now, and I, I was just looking through her page, and I was like, God, she, she was so gorgeous. And I just thought about all the years of, like, her being tormented by people, you know? And you can see it through her pictures, and I just thought to myself, like, damn, being kind doesn't pay off, you know? Like, she was just his only child, so sweet. And so, anyway, I say that because now I want to give people a chance. I want um, to have more than one do-over, I regret a lot of dismissals because I never really gave people the chance to right their wrongs. And even if maybe they didn't mean to, I had no idea. I was very dismissive, like, okay, girl, bye, you know? So I kind of regret a lot of that because there was a lot of good people. I just never gave them a chance. And in my life, I haven't given a lot of people a chance because of, I guess, um, I'm very sensitive. I know that. But... I feel like I missed out on a lot. Had I been a little kinder, I probably would have more people around, you know? Like, so I'm doing the opposite of you. I want people to have more than one chance for me. Um, I want to be able to forgive and understand. I don't want to be the one to dismiss everyone. I'm getting older now. I want longevity with people that maybe I probably would never talk to, you know? I don't want to be uh, dismissive or, um, not understanding. I want a do-over. Mm-hmm. I'm being honest. I'm like both of you. Both of you. I'm being honest. Because for me, growing up, my mom has always been, has always leaned on me as her firstborn, where I always had to do everything, like in the house, take care of my brother and sister, help her out. You know what I mean? If there were times that something would happen with my dad and she cried on my shoulder. Like I had to deal with a lot where on the outside of being at my house, I wanted the friendships. I wanted people to be like my friends. Granted, I was always a tomboy with a mom that wanted to be super, wanted me to be super girly. So I would always hang out with guys. I never really had girlfriends until high school. And even then, like that didn't last long. Like some of them I still have on social media and stuff, but we don't speak. You know what I mean? After high school, I don't speak. We don't speak to each other. We don't really see each other. Like they live in Pennsylvania, New Jersey. I live in Delaware now. So I don't really see any of them. But I always wanted love from friends. Like I wanted people to care enough that they wanted to hang out. They wanted to see me. They missed me because at my house, all I got was like the hammer and was always constantly doing stuff and taking care of other people and no one taking care of me. So for me, I wanted all those things that all these other girls and all these other guys were having with their friends hanging out, sleepovers and things like that, that I never could do. So at school, all I wanted was friends. I mean, granted, it never always, it never really lasted. But for me, my boundaries now are at this point that after I left for deployment a couple of years ago, I realized I didn't really have as many friends as I really thought. My friends were somebody else's friends. My friends were people that were actually friends with, um, Actually, her cousin, who was my best friend, we met years ago. Um, Me and her used to be best friends. I can't say that now. You know what I mean? All her friends 
were people that I hung out with and I thought they were my friends, but they weren't. They're really her friends. They're really their own friends because they knew each other from before me. That when I went on deployment, I realized that I didn't have any of these people in my corner. I just had myself, like literally just myself. So it was difficult. And it's something that I learned last year. Um, somebody said, you have to meet people at the level that they're at. And it's hard to think that I'm at a certain level that I want my friends or people that I want to be my friends at my level, I want them there, but they're not. So it's easier for me to just be like, okay, I'm just gonna go to work and come home. Like my my life has now become just Gabby and Jordan, which I'm not mad at. Like I, I will never say I'm mad at that. I'm okay with it because Gabby is my best friend. But there are times I tell Gabby, I wish we had friends, you know, even if they just came over for some wine, it'd be nice to talk shit. And I'm supposed out. to be going there, okay? I Don't told you, I didn't invite you. Don't be watching me. I didn't invite you. Yes, this is not a lie, but there are times that it's hard. And I know it's not easy, which is why for me, I'm so quick to just be like, okay, well, well, nobody wants to be my friend. I'm not mad at it. It's cool. Like, I'll be fine. Like, I've been just me for so long that it's easy to for it to be just me even now where sometimes it, it hits me and I'll be like babe you want a friend we should have some friends let's go let's go somewhere and find a couple friends you know <laughs> like friends that are a couples and whether they're straight or gay or whatever like let's just find people that we can hang out with and will understand us and our sense of humor and hang out with us but it's difficult and more now because of corona well you so need it's to like- come back to New York then because me and David <laughs> We want friends. Hello. We want friends too. <laughs> it's difficult. It is. But you know what I mean? At the end of the day, I feel like I can be a distant friend, like I said before. I I can talk to you. I can be the most motivational person you need in your life. I can make you laugh when you're feeling like shit. I can give you the best advice. I can hear you when you just need a vent. But then there are times that I, Gabby has told me that I need to do more of reaching out to people because sometimes people don't aren't okay with reaching out. They want to be reached out to. But it I tell her all the time, why don't people reach out to me? I want to be reached out to. So it's like a back and forth. So for me, it's easy because when I do make friends, a lot of times things don't work out. There's pettiness. There's like the the shadiness, the talking behind your back and pretending to be a friend here, but then not being your friend when you're not around. And it's like, it's not easy. Basically, she has children as friends, the people that were in her life. Because mm-hmm. that's some childish shit to me. Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't like any of that. I'm more of a loner, so it's easier that way for me. Yeah, I like. I'm good. Like, um, what is it? An ambivert, which is or omnivert, omniovert, something like that. The one that's it's like introverted and extroverted. I'm both. So like, if I'm around certain people that I can get along with, I'll be joking, talking, etc. And then other times I can be very standoffish and I don't like don't come near me because I'm anxious and I'm freaking out. Right. So some people don't know how to take certain parts of me yeah not everybody's cup of tea but it's okay somebody's that's right <laughs> <laughs> exactly i was crying that's a kiku i love it she cracks me up man i, I, I love it go see my girls man yes you do I have love to it. see your girls they miss you <laughs> They be asking, Auntie, Auntie Mo's coming, right? I'm like, <laughs> no, Auntie Mo is not coming. It's like every fucking day they asking, is Auntie Mo coming? No, children. God damn it. They don't even ask about their father, but they asking about Auntie Mo. 
That's wild. Oh, that's yeah. love, baby. That Come is on, love. man. They love that's you. That's what's up. So much. True. I love them. We gotta get them and together with Nico, man. It's gonna it's gonna be like the best party ever. You kidding yeah, me? Nicolette, me and you, we're gonna go have drinks because the kids they don't know us. My son don't know me <laughs> what's the rest. I'm good. Leave them with me. It's all so, right. Leave them with me. They it's don't know me. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> good. I'll take it. I'll take that. That's fine. I'm happy I'll, with that. I'll be on Titi duties with all three munchkins. <laughs> That's good with me. They would love that. You know, Z would be trying to help you. Yeah, she with would. the two of them. She's the so older grown. one. She's so damn grown for real. <laughs> um, what kind of friends are y'all? I am loyal to a fault. I love my friends real deep. Like thinking about how much I love my friends and how much they mean to me makes me want to cry. Like I get emotional when I talk about my friends. Y'all are my friends. I get emotional when I talk about y'all. I get emotional and I feel, anyway. But yes, I'm a loyal friend. I love real deep when it comes to my friends. Um, and that's why it hurts me so much if I feel, you know, like I was wronged in some way or they didn't consider me or, you know, appreciate or whatever the case is. Um, I am, I want to help my friends as much as I can, like anything I can do for them. I'm still that bitch. I'm still that girl when I was like 10 years old where I wanted to just do everything for y'all. You know, I want to cook for you. I want to make a bath for you. I want to put <laughs> tuck you in bed. You know, like I want to take care of you. Why you know you what I mean? I want friends. You know, I want you to feel like loved. Mm-hmm. You know, I want you to know that you are loved and that you're loved by me and that, you know, anything that, yeah, that's the type of friend I am. So whatever it is that's going to make you feel loved and appreciated and cared for, I'm going to be the one that's going to try to do that for you. You know? I'm just like that. Yeah. I'm the same, same exact way. She knows it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there are times that she can't stand it because she knows, she's like, you constantly give all of you to everybody. Like in the drop of a dime, somebody calls me and they need me. I'm on the phone for two or three hours, like yep. talking them off a ledge because that's what they need. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. And um, I've always been that type of person, though. Like my mom even says it, too, because even with my family, it's the same way. Like if my younger sister calls or my mom calls and she can't do something on her computer, she's like, Gabriella, I need your help. I need your help. Do me. I can't do this. And, you know, so it's like for me, a lot of people have always been very needy for me, like constantly. But it's also very draining at the same time to constantly be that person. Like, and honestly speaking, it wasn't until I met Monique that she showed me and she taught me and how, what it was like to create boundaries and to really know what it was like to stand up for myself Thank and you. not allow certain people to do those things to me. She gave me that friendship. She showed me that. And it was that love and that that constant conversation of, Gabby, you can't do this all the time. No, Gabby, that's not good. Why do you talk like that? Why do you do this? Why do you do that? No. And she forced me to question myself and the, my thoughts and the things that I would constantly feel in my own mind that I wouldn't process the way that I should process it. 
And she showed me that. She showed me otherwise. It was her caring and her acts and the things she did for me that was like, I ain't never had nobody like go all out the way she did. Like even with the little things, you know, even when she just used to go to Whole Foods and she used to be like, Gabby, I saw this and I thought about you. And I'll be like, oh my God, Monique, what? Stop it. Like the littlest <laughs> things. And it was just like, I love, I love Monique. Like Monique is hands down one of, one of my greatest friends along with you ladies too. But when I met Monique, she changed me. She helped me a lot. She helped I me grow that. so much because without her and her heart and the way that she was built, I can't say that I would have made it through so much that I did like in such a short period of time of us knowing each other working together and everything well knowing I had on my schedule every time I was like yeah when she used to go on vacation I used to to, and out when she when I started dating Audrey and she would and she would I think you went to Puerto Rico at one point I was like Monique oh my god what am I gonna do she's not here like freaking the fuck out I was like I gotta deal with this stupid ass kid here like Jose (laughs) I was so pissed. I was like, oh my God. And then we met Nicolette. And then she came in with her beautiful girls. And we were talking and we wouldn't stop talking and talking and talking. Next thing you know, we exchange your phone numbers and podcast talks and all kinds of things. And look at us now, people. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I agree with both of you. For me, I'm that I'm complex. I'm that. But I'm also very protective. Yeah, like, extremely. And it's not like she can attest to it because I'm like that with her. Like, I don't like feeling like people are giving more than they should because some people take advantage. So for me, I can get real protective and I, I become real like me. I become my, the soldier side of me where I'm standing and it's like, no, this is no, I'm blocking it. You can't. Nope. Can't do it. Not today. Excuse me. And I block <laughs> everything. Nope. Can't have. Nope. Chicky, you can't take that today. Today she's, she's tired. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm, she don't got time. And then sometimes she gets mad because she wants to be there so bad that she talks to these people yeah. and she, she gives herself gives herself over to these people so much. And then I come around and I'm like, and I can feel how exhausted she is. And then she's like, she can't stop. That I have to be, after the end of the conversation, I have to be like, yo, this, you can't let that be the case. Because if they're busy, they're not going to be there for you when you're freaking out and you need something. I'm not saying that's always the case, mm-hmm. but a lot of the times that's exactly what happens. People need you. You're there at the drop of a hat. But when you need someone for the one time, the one time you finally feel like, damn, maybe I should reach out because I, I need it. I need this so bad. They're not there. Then they come with an excuse. And then you feel like you can't come to them. But then again, you feel like maybe I'll give it a try. And they fail you again. It's hard to put yourself out there on a limb when you're constantly there for other people and no one be there for you. So I'm constantly telling her, like, I understand you want to be there for everybody, for your family, for your friends, for people, whoever. But you can't give yourself all the way over to everyone and not leave anything for yourself. So I'm protective in that sense. I can get protective when we go places, not even just her, just anybody. Like, I'm always scanning. I'm always looking that something's going to happen. God forbid something happens. I want to know that I saw everything that I needed, I needed to see. I'm always watching. I'm loyal. I go out of my way. Mm-hmm for everyone that I've been friends with, which is why I'm such a hard ass now. Gabby hates it. She wants me to be more friendly, but it's like, I don't fucking do that. I can't, I'm not good at it because I've had friends that say that they love me. They want to be there for me and everything, but I'll go above above and beyond. And like one of our, um, her cousin, 
I used to drive, even when I lived in Baltimore, when I lived in all these different states, I would come to New Jersey so I can see her, take weekends so that I can be around for a couple of days, birthdays, whatever I could be around for. But I only got that once. Wow. You know what and I mean? Appreciation? Mm. Lack even. of appreciation. Mm-hmm. Damn. So it's hard for me seeing that from people that said that they were closer to me than what they were that now it's hard for me to believe and that's what sucks because there are people that are genuine Gabby tells me she's like hey it's okay like I can see this being a good friendship I'll be like okay yeah we'll see bye Mm. she always prepares herself mentally for the worst like that's what it is she gets into these spaces of like she just thinks she'd rather think the worst than think anything good possibly otherwise can come from it that's just her mental. So we're trying to break that down a little bit, yeah. trying to be more open, keep an open mind and an open heart to those type of things. Or else, you know, even it now, like, you know, having her be a part of all of this, like we look forward to these conversations every week, you know, because it, this is more, this is the most socializing we do outside of our comfort zone <laughs> every week. You guys are like I mean? hermit crabs. For the most part, like, <laughs> granted, <laughs> granted, this weekend and stuff like that, my sister, her husband, and the kids came over. They just left earlier this morning. Her mom <sighs> drove down from North Carolina, and we got to spend time with her mom and stuff. So like, we had an event for weekend and everything. But again, the most socializing we do is on this podcast every week, talking to you ladies. Like, we don't really talk a lot. Granted, she does. She at work, she has her people at work that she talks to and everything. But again, they're co-workers. She doesn't really find any of them to be really like friend friends, you know? Yeah, she's like very picky about that kind of stuff. And I get it because of her experiences. But yeah. I just want her to keep an open mind, you know, and open Can heart. Can I share something? Yeah. I just, this is advice for everybody. And if you already know, then great. But if you don't, then I'm going to share that I feel like was been successful and has worked for me. And I know a lot of people, but not a lot of people are my friends, is that you should never change who you are. Like if you're a loving person, Audrey, or everybody has their own personality trait, never change who you are. Because in the process of you being who you are, the people that are not true are going to reveal themselves because they're going to see how comfortable you are. So they're going to get comfortable. And through their comfortability, reveal themselves to you without you having to ask without you having to act like they are being tested even though they are being tested they don't need to know they're being tested but you just you're you're not in the hype of the emotion of what's happening you're completely conscious of their body language because people act a certain way before they actually say things you know and I feel like you know, vibes don't lie either. And when you're acting consciously in, in, in situations and not necessarily like upset because you're comparing them to the last bad pina colada you had, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's not fair. Like, this pina colada <laughs> ain't got nothing to do with that pina colada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were made by that, different bartenders. Exactly. Like, <laughs> don't judge the pina colada. It took her a second. She's like, but in essence, you could really tell a lot about people without asking. Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah. I'm definitely sorry, I'm getting a call. No worries. But um, but yeah, like 
that's a real pearl right there that not Mm -hmm. I mean I'm saying it in a podcast but like you you know my I was always told don't give your the the the, don't give the pearls to the pigs Mm -hmm. you know but like I hope that whoever listens to this really like um takes that with them and like learns from it and it's it's really wise like I'm not saying that because I made it up I'm I'm saying it because somebody helped me learn that you know and like just having respect for yourself and understanding like you and 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 who you are and the heart that you have Mm -hmm. and know that it's not you it's not nothing wrong with you it's just people that unfortunately don't have the same intentions and Mm-hmm. you know and that's I, I agree with you and with Nicolette and, and Gabby like I I have a huge heart and I didn't know what I who I was before until like I and people I guess get a little nervous with me because they like you give a lot but I can't help it it's who I am and I don't ever want anything in return like I don't do it with any expectation I just do it because I'm being guided the spirit mm-hmm. is guiding me to do this for this person and I ha- I'm being obedient and I'm happy and grateful that I have that that like I hear that because I don't know there's only a few people I know that actually can hear that you know that to and listen to that guidance mm-hmm. so you know it's it's very very real and it's unfortunate that people tend to take it like take it as a like take it for granted but like you know they'll never meet anybody like you you know and like if that was the lesson for them to learn in the process then great Mm -hmm. you know and maybe there was something you needed to learn like maybe there was a boundary you needed to set because like there were telltale signs that they were showing before that you maybe didn't you weren't aware of you know but there's nothing wrong with you being nice and kind and you shouldn't be bitter and angry because that's not even in your character, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thank you, Melba. Thank you, ladies. You made me ugly cry over here. I was like, <laughs> 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 that is so sweet. I can't. I love Mo. I'm sorry, guys. We all do. She's I'm going to hide. <laughs> <laughs> what about you what kind of friend are you uh i don't know um i know what kind of person i am i told you friendship is new to me uh what i will say is that monique has been um one of those people who have tested by uh friendship meter and i say that in the best way you know as i stated earlier i look for disappointment I look for people to fall short. I find it to be something that's common. And so if I expect those things, you know, nothing hurts me. It is what it is, right? And I can move on accordingly. But um, after meeting Monique, she really changed my perspective because I kind of, I was very cautious, you know, about the consistency. People pretend to be all kinds of people. I've, I've noticed that I've been in groups of females and, you know, you get one thing and the next thing you know, they turn into something else or they become your best friend to tell your deepest secrets or whatever that is. 
So I've been in groups. I wasn't necessarily participating, but I've been around these people. And so with her, she's always been the same to the point where it was uncomfortable for me because she's always consistent, very caring. And I thought, why is this girl, like, why, why do you care? Like, why do you care? But those little small things of caring and showing up for people, believe it or not, you really don't think that you need those things. At least I didn't think I needed those things. And so it's those small little gems that help you believe that you can exist amongst others without it being something they want from you or um, anything like that. So, Monique, we give you the trophy of the best Stop. friendship on Stop the entire it. planet. Mm-hmm. No, because, I, no, no, you're not allowed to talk. You're not allowed to talk. Not allowed to talk. You're not allowed to talk. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, what I was saying before I was interrupted by the queen. <laughs> I really, really appreciate um, consistency. And so in return, I'm a, I'm a lawyer person, period. You know, I'm one of those people that I hear something and never be repeated. Not because I, I really don't care enough. I hit it. We got through it and I forgot about it. And it's very rare that I can find people like that, that don't hold on and continue the cattiness, the craziness. So I'm learning what that is. Like I said, I it was uh, seven of us. I had three older siblings and three under me. Um. I never really needed outsiders, so to speak. And I mean, as now I know that it's okay. So thank you, Monique, for being consistent, for showing mm-hmm. up, and also understanding that my um, my evasiveness, my my standoffish, or my not connecting all the time is not personal. Thank you for being able to overlook those things and see the person that I am. Because a lot of times people don't take the time to get to know me, and nor do I. So um, you're a really special connector in that sense. And I also think that um, you're able to help people understand the value of true friendship. So for that, I'm very grateful. Yes, very much so. I concur. And because she is on mute, I will say that. There was a lot that she has done, her her understanding and her compassion for people and understanding where they come from and how to properly address certain conversations, you know. She puts her heart above all things when she speaks to people. And it's one of the one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in another human. So I am extremely, extremely grateful for her friendship and for her love. I'll say that I'm grateful for it because I know it's helped Gabby. So it's nice to see a friendship that means so much to someone because I've never really had something as great and powerful. So seeing it makes me happy because not so long ago, I cried to Gabby saying, why don't they want me? Why don't people want me? Balling. And it's nice to know that she has someone that doesn't let her feel that way. And it's nice to have someone like that in your corner. A lot of people don't appreciate it and don't realize what they have and it's nice to know and I hope you know that it's amazing for me being here to know that someone is loved the way that you are loved and the way you love so yeah yeah and since Monique is on mute 
I will get to also say <laughs> how much I love Miss Monique. She's an amazing human being. Truly, truly, truly. Like, I remember when I first met Mo, I just instantly, it was an instant connection. I was just like, mm-hmm. I like her. And I like mm-hmm. Gabby. I was like, these two, this is it. And she was the first. When I started this podcast, I was in the place that I told y'all I was at, where I was like, my circle was real small. You know what I'm saying? Like I had two friends. That was it. It was David, my husband. He was my best friend. And then I have a really longtime girlfriend, Diana. Like she's my heart. You know what I mean? Um, And this podcast is what opened me up to being more like you, Tanika, and trying to allow people in. And it also helped me to figure out how to trust my intuition. And usually I would have felt something, felt a connection and not done anything about it and just walked away. And that would have been the end of it. But it was something about Mo. It was something about Gabby. It was something about that moment, my girls. It was something about it. And um, I immediately connected to both of you. And um, to be able to give back to you, Mo, and to allow you to feel the love that I feel from you and that many, many people feel from you is an honor. It truly is. Having you in my home, you know, you hanging out with the girls, me being allowed to take care of you, like I couldn't ask for a better thing, truly. And you deserve that and 10 billion times more. Mm-hmm. You know? Greatest friendship award, huh? Mm-hmm. Hands down. <laughs> She's still on mute, y'all. Let's give her a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. It's it a was lot. a lot. We're emotional. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look what love does to us. Yeah, can't even look at her face. You're just looking at a blanket right now for the people <laughs> that... <her> elbow. <laughs> you know and yeah I mean what more can I say we love you I love you ladies too thank you I didn't know this was gonna be about me (laughs) (laughs) I definitely wasn't expecting that um, my my one of my my wishes in my life is that I if that I can be a blessing to somebody else than <laughs> the fact that I can be for you ladies it means so much to me because I can die right now and be be happy that at least I had that impact on somebody else I'm so <laughs> I'm sorry it's okay Okay. Oh my god. Cry. Oh, she got everyone crying. We crying on podcast people. <laughs> oh my lancer. I'm an ugly crier. I'm so glad no one can see me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm bigger you... under my eyes. Uh. I'm a I'm a real ugly crier too. For real. <laughs> This is just a couple of tears right now. Imagine me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I cry. My mouth gets all. Yeah. <laughs> you ever look at yourself in the mirror and you're just so mad you cry more? I can't. Believe it. 
<laughs> Mo got a pretty cry. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. We look even Stop the way you're crying. Stop it. Stop, Stop it. it. Stop it. Stop it. This is what friendship is all about. Mm-hmm. Ugly cries and awards for being amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this friendship that we all have, you know, there's like depth and then there's unsurety. You know, because it's like, I mean, how long have we really known each other? Like a year, maybe? Mm-hmm. You know, it has not been long, you know, but like the depth I feel, depth of friendship I feel for y'all. And then to also know, too, that we don't know really who each other is, like fully and completely mm-hmm. yet. You know, and there's still those little boundaries that we all still have to figure out. Like Tanika, was it okay for me to shout you out in the beginning of the episode talking about you? Of you know what I mean? Hilarious. Like, I'm about to like <laughs> write in the chats like Tanika, you're not mad at me, right? Should I like take that out? You know, because I don't know. I still don't know. You know what I mean? But it's still like, eleven minutes away from me. Don't play <laughs> wait, with her. Just play her. Wait. <laughs> Disclaimer. Once we're friends. Everything is off the table. I can't get mad. I'll just, you know, cuss you out later. Once you're friends, I'm so <laughs> like, Okay. I love you. Don't I, ever I fucking do it again. I'd rather that. <laughs> I, would, I would rather that. That is what I appreciate. Is That's what I want out of our friendship. If we do something, that's like, it. we nip that shit in the bud right away. Like, yo, Nikki, mm-hmm. I ain't appreciate that shit. Don't be shouting me the fuck out. I love you. <laughs> But don't do that shit again. And I'd be like, oh, well, I'm so sorry. You know, like, <laughs> it'll be okay. You know? <laughs> but also to know, like, nothing we do to one another is an intentional slight. You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I would never do anything to hurt you on purpose. I would never mm-hmm. say anything to, you know, make you feel any way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's also super important when it comes to, like, newer friendships like ours I think and even old friendships you know mm-hmm. um yeah it's to just know like it's never it's never a, I'm never trying to make y'all feel any kind of way no. I love well just so you know that you guys this is the most friendship I've had ever like you guys know a little too much about me like in I don't oh. know the year this is the most I've ever spoken and then you guys are going to read my memoir so I'm fucked <laughs> I love it. Right I here, agree. This is it for me. Like this is, I love it. I do. And this is this is um, it's blind trust, blind trust. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's pure heart. So for me, I'm okay with it because this is a choice that I've made, right? To be vulnerable, but to be able to just say it, feel it whatever I'm okay with that and I have never been okay with that especially with people that I haven't had dinner with or wine or <laughs> any embarrassing thing yet so I'm okay with that and I appreciate I'm, you guys so much I'm with you Frank, because you guys honest if I'm being honest on my part I've never never had friends like this like this, like heavy wise, you know what I mean? People that I can joke, talk to, have real deep conversations and really go across a spectrum of different conversation. But more so because the last conversation that we did have got heavy and I've never done that with people aside from a partner. And it's because we are heavier in a relationship, you know? Whereas with friends, 
I've never been able to do that and put myself out there, you know, been able to say something like that to people and not know how they're going to react to it because some people don't know. Some people don't understand. Some people just look at you and it's like, okay. Whereas with you guys, although I was scared as fuck <laughs> to tell you guys, because I've never been able to really tell people outside of like a relationship. It's insane to know that I felt comfortable enough to say, yeah, I can tell you when I hadn't even told my therapist yet. I told her after the fact, you know what I mean? Like, so the fact that I told her after the fact and I explained a little bit about it, because I didn't even tell her the de- details the way I did with you guys. It's, it's weird <laughs> for me because I've never had friends that I could sit down and be like, yo, can we have a deep conversation? I, I got some things that I wish I could get off my chest. Whereas with you guys, I know that I can. And it's nice to know that I'm not alone because I sometimes do feel really alone. Not always because of Gabby now, because she is here. But not too long ago, like I said, we were having a conversation literally in the bathroom and I broke down in tears, like telling her, I don't know why no, why they, people can't love me. Like what's so wrong with me? And it's nice to know that people don't think something is wrong with me in this group. Not at all. Make me cry not all. Not at all, babe. You're amazing. Yes, you are. You're amazing. Truly. I gotta stop. I, gotta stop. <laughs> I know. Like, where's the tissue when you need them? I said, get it already. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole box here now. Use over your here shirt, looking yo. Use that eyes. shirt, kid. You just see everybody using their shirt on me. I'm like, you see your shirt. My last one. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready, y'all. <laughs> oh man, Audrey, you know, shoot, always making people cry. Damn it, <laughs> y'all started it. <laughs> you know, well, anyone you that Monique introduced me to, I don't even think twice about them. I'm always like, most like this person. I'm like, ah, she's great. I love her. I don't even know her, <laughs> but she she has like a con- like the spirit. She can connect people. Like immediately, she's mm-hmm. like, oh, she's great. I'm like, she's great, girl. Like her talk is wonderful. Like, yep. Anybody else? I'll be like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mo, Mo co-signs and I'm like she's amazing yes. oh my God. Yes. Like, <laughs> when Mo co-signs trust me that yes. is everything you know when she co-signs because yes. she's like I've got I knew Nicolette yep. Nicolette yep. was everything honey I was like yep. what she was like yeah Nicolette I was like she's great when I met her I was like oh yeah she's fabulous like no questions I met her look yep. for two seconds and she was my bestie I was like <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mo done called out a few people. Mo done called out a few people that have come around. She'd be like, mm, no, I don't yep. like that energy. I'm not, mm, nah, I'm not, I'm, and I'd be like, oh, really? Oh, so we ain't doing this no more. You're like, You're, no, cut off. You're cut yeah, off. Girl. I can't talk to you. Mo don't like you. I can't talk to you. Mm, no. Let me tell you, I feel like Mo- that's something that's real. If Mo don't like you, there's a problem. There's a problem with you. Not Mo. With you. Yes. Yes. I don't like you. Mo don't like you. I don't like you. Mm-mm. Listen, no, can I can I share a teeny weeny story about a, a little person? I won't I won't go into details, but we when you I can. met Mo, we were all yeah. It was another girl, another person, and it was really hard for me to connect with Mo because this person I saw was like 
you know, like I was like, okay, but Monique is like sweet. And I'm looking at the girl and I'm like, I don't know, because when Monique is not around, she's giving me a different vibe and everything. And I was like, I don't know what to think because I saw Monique as being genuine, but I was like, how is she hanging around this person? And how is this going to connect? So immediately I kind of was, I said something at, at one point when we was having um, what dinner. And I was like, what did I say? Mo? I said something like, don't try me. I said something because the girl was a little. Yeah. Just because it. I eat at the table with you and I break bread with you don't mean that I won't like, I, said I won't something cut crazy. you basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she did. She, I, I was said, looking at her and like, Monique was looking like, what the fuck is going on? Because, <laughs> because I was like, we are we in a shared circle, whatever. I'm trying to get you. I told Mo, I was like, you know, this is uncomfortable. I don't really do this shit. I don't, I don't know what this is. It's sharing stuff. I don't know why people do it. You know, and Mo was like, it's safe here. But then this girl, you know, I was. We were I didn't know places. about this girl. She didn't know see? because I would see her separately. And I, I had no like, idea. And I would watch her. And then we were at the, the dinner table, whatever. And I said something to the point where, like, don't try me, bitch, because I see you. Like, I don't know what this is, but I'm not the one. And Mo face was like, like, what's wrong with you? Like, and she's like, did I do something? To you? And I'm like, no. But I, I didn't understand the combination of the friendship. So I was just like, if you bitch is trying me, I'll let you know now that I am the one. And Mo afterwards, Mo was Meanwhile. Like, like, why is he talking? Yeah, you're like, go. No, no, you tell him. I was so confused. Face, she was just like, she was like, I'm not here to hurt. You. I was like, no, I'm just saying, like, you know, I just wanted to be clear. Don't do the fake and phony. Because I was like, these two, I can't. I don't know what's going on. Like, no, I vibe with her, but I couldn't connect the vibe with the other young lady. I was like, how is we all in the same circle? Um, and this girl is like pretending to be mm-hmm, where. Mm-hmm. She was like a poser in front of Monique. And then when I would see her separate, it was a whole nother story and a whole lot of movement, moving mm-hmm. real crazy. And I was like, uh-uh. And then that's when, you know, like when you have mutual friends, you, I don't like to poison one against the other. I don't want to say how I feel because it's my opinion. And so right. I'm not the friend that's going to say, no, girl, she said blah, blah. I'm just going to let it play out and kind of yeah. see what happens. And it took a long time. I wish I had said something earlier. But when me and Mo finally got a chance to connect, I was just like, um, and then she was like, I wonder why you said that to me. I was like, what the fuck? I was, I like, was hurt. You? I was yeah. hurt. It was just weird. Like, you have people that pretend to be in your space. Really, mm. really pretend to be in your but space. But you know, really good. I was, I speculated something because I felt like Tanika felt like we were closer than what we actually were. But remember, I'm cool. I, I'm cool with people. I don't, I don't judge you if, you know, if you live a certain lifestyle, like like that's not, that has nothing to do with me. It doesn't affect me in my life. So like, I mean, I do, I wish you could change. Yeah. But there was parts of her that she didn't show me and she did that intentionally because she knew that it would affect Mm -hmm. whatever sort of ring of friendship we had. So like Tanika saying, Mm -hmm. she would act one way with me and then when she was around her a whole nother person who was this person because I never saw it there were things uh, about her that I never knew and that Tanika knew you know yeah and I'm like and so I'm questioning mm-hmm. more like yeah meanwhile I'm innocent yeah. I'm the innocent mm-hmm. bystander like look she she just you know she's here you know like and that's when I realized mm-hmm. like there were certain things that I didn't forget 
that was told to me from her that helped me realize like, yeah, you ain't my friend. You're not my friend. And Mm -hmm. like, you never were my friend, you know? So therefore that was like the beginning stages of me pulling back and not being available to so many different people, you know? And so like, because I was open, I was really open innocently, not, not like, because I needed acceptance Mm -hmm. just because we're part of the running community. You know, we hang around different groups of people. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you most of the time frequent the same sort of events or whatever. And so you kind of like, Oh, you get familiar with people because you're, they're always around, you know? So it's like, so like I know yeah. who you're talking about, Monique. Yeah, yeah, I think you, you told do. me the story. Was yes, this the butterfly story from Central um, Park? Yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. Okay. Was I was feeling that as story. you were talking about that. I was like, why do I feel like that's the story about oh, yeah. the one you told me? Okay. Mm-hmm. I had to make sure I had that. Yes. Okay. So, so I thought I'd be a bamboozle. I thought they was trying to set me up. I was nah, like, mm. that's not my MO. <laughs> never, 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 ever. And I just feel bad. I felt bad because I'm like, I would never want to set you up. Like, that's never my, my, I don't go in with a whole plot and shit. I don't do that. That's not my, Mm -hmm. that's never been me. I go in there a hundred. And like, if you give, if you give me something else, then that's you. Because I didn't go in there with nothing. I didn't go in there tainted with anything other than white. I'm light, baby. Like, that's it. You know, I'm not (laughs) off white. I'm not peach. I'm not pink. I'm white. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, it was just real crazy. And so, you know, I felt really bad. Like, I'm like, and I had to feel like justifying myself to Tanika. Like, no, bro, like, it's never Mm -hmm. been that way. And I've always, if anything, tried my best to include her being Mm -hmm. somebody as a member to her husband's running crew. You know, like never wanted to leave her Mm -hmm. out because like Mm -hmm. she was important. Like even though she didn't interact with us much, that didn't mean that she didn't deserve a thank you or like a a, a conversation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, like I was like, yo, no, like I've been pretty consistent with you and not with any and not asking for anything in return. You know, so it really Mm -hmm. threw me for a loop. And then that's when I got pissed off. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I ain't holding nothing back. Like, I'm never going to see you again. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, basically, that was the first and last conversation that I had. And, you know, that was the end of it. And, and like, she'll hit me up once in a while, you know? But, like, it'll never be the same because you didn't, you weren't correct, you know? Not that Mm -hmm. you, you know, like, I forgive you, but, like, what, there was a saying that I read recently that says when, when, is poor spiritual maintenance when too many people have access to you, you know? And that shit really was like a punch in the face. Yeah. And I was like, Mm -hmm. word, damn, that's so true. It is so true. Because you you try to be Mm -hmm. so kind, right? Yeah. You are negligent in the process. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I I mean, it's not that I'm going to change who I am, but I'm going to be extremely mindful and extremely conscious about how Mm -hmm. kind I am and to who I'm kind to. Yes. My best friend told me not everybody deserves to be in your circle. Mm-hmm. To have access you know, to you, to have to access have to access. just exactly the same thing mm-hmm. that Monique said, just mm-hmm. a different yep. verbiage. But mm-hmm. that yep. always, that always stayed with me from way back mm-hmm. when. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, it's real. It is it's so real. real. But I'm grateful that you know God knows all things, right? And when you have 
the type of heart that we have, it always shows up and reveals itself. And it's not anything that I had to like do extra work for because I had already done the work because I was just being myself, you know? And like, it didn't, it didn't affect Tanika. She just had to like, see how it played out. And then when she was there for that con that conversation, she knew what it was. And she knew based off of her reaction that she didn't have nothing to say. And so therefore it showed her, her card, her hand, yeah. you know? And it was mm -hmm. just like, yep, that's it. Cause I know where I'm at. You know, mm -hmm. if you don't know where you at, I'm not, that's not my problem, homie. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like one of those things where, you know, and I'm grateful like for each and every one of you, like, I swear to God, you know, like I, I don't have a lot of connection with a lot of people. And sometimes my connections are very temporary and I'm grateful for that. Right. Because we, what is it? The season, the reason, or the lifetime kind of thing, yeah. mm -hmm. you know. And 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 as I as we all get older, we realize, oh, okay, this person was just for this season, or like maybe not just for the season, but like they just won't get that deep with you, you know. And so, like realizing, like, yeah, not everybody's gonna be that close. And when you honestly think about it, when you study wealthy people, like they don't got a lot of people around them you know, and that's for a reason. And if I ever, you know, which my plans are is to be that person, right, to be that wealthy person, I don't, I don't, I shouldn't have to question who's around me ever, you know, ever. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm grateful to, and, and, and so honored to even know you ladies and like, to even be able to like, have like this crazy story about how we all met and it'd be comical at the same time. It almost sounds like a good movie, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and it's not even over yet, you know? know? And so it's like, it's such a, it's such a, a, like all the years that I haven't been able to have the sisterhood of traveling pants. I'm so grateful to even have you ladies and have that experience, that kind of vibe and that experience, you know, mm -hmm. because as an only child and I'm my mother's only child, like you, Nicolette, my dad, ha you know, I have a brother, but I grew up alone, you know, so like, I don't know what that's like, but just to be able to say that it came at a later part of my life. And, you know, there are other people that I, I have those connections with outside yeah. of this, but mm -hmm. it's, it's just beautiful to know that it, those is quality yes. over quantity mm -hmm. yes. you know yes. and and it's like it's just I'm just like I said it's just if that's my purpose in life then I'm I'm thank God for that because it's a changing each and every one of us in a different way you know and like if that's what I'm meant to do here then great that's exactly what I want to continue to do because you're growing we're growing you know and that, that's just like so human it's so humbling to me so I'm thankful for each and every one of you seriously because like sometimes I question like what's my purpose here you know and it's hard but I'm so happy and thank thank you for for being open with me you know because I know sometimes we don't get to share what we really feel for each other you know yeah so thank you no, thank you, Mom. Thank you, Mom. Mom. Mm -hmm. All right. I think we're going to end this conversation there. That was so mm -hmm. beautiful. 
Um, Tanika did good. Tanika did good changing the conversation. <laughs> real good. Real good. Real good. Do y'all have any last last things you want to say to um the audience? I think I think we should quote what Mo said. What you first yes. said. Your pearl. Don't mm-hmm. change who you are. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Change who you are for anybody. Just be you, and it'll all come out in the wash, right? Yep. It'll mm-hmm. all eventually Everyone come out in the wash. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. What doesn't yeah. come out in the wash comes out in the rinse. Boom. <laughs> Whatever. You take the wrinkles out when the dry. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God, y'all! Oh my God. I'm gonna repeat this and screw it up. Like, what else are we adding? <laughs> <laughs> Make no, sure you add the little dryer sheet. Okay? Oh, God. <laughs> yes, yes, to get all the wrinkles out. How am I going to oh. repeat the story? How am I going to repeat this? I'm going to screw it up. Oh, Just wait, remember, wait, wait. wash, rinse, and dryer. Damn. Wait, 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 wait. Tanika, Tanika, talk to us yes. about your um, podcast and also about your book, please. So, um, you guys, I have a podcast that post every Monday. We are on a hiatus until January. Um, it's talking about being a mother of an autistic young boy and just my experiences. Um, I'm also in the process of um, writing my book. Um, it's a memoir. It's called Tears of Autism. And I'm super excited. So if you guys think you know me on a podcast, the book is going to bust the door wide open. So stay tuned <laughs> for that. And I'm even staying tuned for it because I'm so afraid <laughs> of my business in the street like that. But it's going down. <laughs> so proud of you, Love though. It. To Love it. Yes. To get mm-hmm. that vulnerable girl. So Can you sign my book now, though? Because I don't think I'm going to be able to get in touch with you after that. You sign my book. That's a lot of you express coffee right now. Okay, thank you. Um, I also <laughs> take a screenshot of the chat. I knew her. Yes, before yes. the <laughs> <laughs> That was ridiculous. Oh, my God. When she was accessible to us. Thank you. <laughs> Every, Sunday. Every Sunday we had a conversation. Okay, and people. Then, then it was over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also wanted to talk to talk to you all and then also um, let the uh, listeners know um, I was feeling a little like not feeling so good the other day and Mo I don't I remember you I think you guys if you listen to the previous episode she's talked about this product that she um, sells and promotes and um, she was like Nikki Take four of these bad boys, put on something warm, go to sleep. And by tomorrow morning, you are going to feel better, right? I'm bad. I'm not a very consistent. Well, I am a consistent person, but with this particular thing at this moment in time, I wasn't very consistent. So she was like, just take it. You're going to feel better tomorrow. Drink lots of water. I did that. I woke up the next morning. I was exhausted, but... I did not feel sick anymore. Nice. My body, you know, like all the little things, you know, that, that, that feeling that you get when you're about to get sick, that was Mm -hmm. all gone. It was all gone. So Mo, can you talk to us a little bit about it before we head out? Sure. Really quickly. um, What 
uh, Nicolette tried and has been trying is Celgevity, which is a multivitamin. There's like 12 synergistic ingredients, but the main ingredient is ribocene, which is like only found through Max International, which is what I'm a distributor, who I'm a distributor with. And um, it's holistic. So the reason why she was able to recover from that because the ribocene actually detoxifies you on a cellular level. So whatever's trying to attack your immune system, you take a few extra of those, okay? More than, you know, a little bit of what the recommended amount is. And it just intensifies like what you like need to get out of your body and flushing it out with water is how it comes out. So, you know, it, it, it absorbs all those toxins and gets it out or whatever virus or whatever bacteria is floating around in your immune system, it automatically gets it out. So that's why it's such a unique product than any just a regular multivitamin or just something else that's holistic, because we all know the holistic route tends to take a little bit longer, right. you know, like in terms of like recovery mm-hmm. and not to say that it doesn't has its time, but it, you know, in the, in the matter of just taking a few extra pills just to kind of help you get that out of your system it, it as it's, as you see it's proven to be true so like uh, my website um moniquenieves.com is the you know link to where all the products are and the specification sheets and i've been you know really trying to help people understand the value because everybody can get a multivitamin but the difference is is that this particular product has ribocene and all the max products have ribocene in it which separate it from anything else. So in a world where we have to protect our immunity and we're going to constantly be getting attacked and there's nothing that can really protect us from it, we have to be wise and sharpen our immune systems to be able to flush it out. You know, our our body is so intelligent, you know, but it just needs the right things to help us get that done. So that's my mission. And I'm happy that you've had you feeling better. You know, I know it's like not 100 percent, but the fact that you've had a better you, you woke up better is like that's what that's what that's that's what it's about. Yeah. You know, so well, I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, real quick, too, is like, you know, you take regular medicine and you can tell that it's just covering up. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's just covering up what you're feeling you know, the mm-hmm. sore throat or the running nose, like it's, it's just stopping it, but it's not that your body is flushing anything out. You know, it's just so that you don't feel it. Whereas this felt like things were happening. You know what I'm saying? Like things was happening. Um, <laughs> they were fighting, there was fighting going on. There was all boxing. Yes, <laughs> there was like Kung Fu fighting. It was, it was going I on. Anyway. Um, all right, to my listeners, thank you so much for listening. I love y'all so much. I just want to do two more shout outs. Rebel Tutoring, if your children need tutoring, she is amazing. Her name is Lena. She's fabulous. I can't wait for y'all to meet her. Hopefully we can all get on a call together or a Zoom together. She's, y'all gonna love her. Um, And also to Liberated Success, that's my girl, Miss Ebony. She's making shit happen. She needs some money. Um, (laughs) So if y'all got some money, please send it away. Um, And that's it. I love y'all. Um, thank you to the listeners. Y'all mean the world to me. I really appreciate y'all for listening so much. Um, spread 
my podcast to all corners of the world if you can because everybody needs to hear this shit because y'all mm-hmm. are amazing ladies y'all are so fucking amazing thank um, you for right, the platform bye bye, bye. 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 bye.